Hey, everyone. Thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. Did you know that you can actually join us live on Spotify's new live audio app, Spotify Greenroom? Nothing to be scared about. Not really, at least. Every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, join us for an interactive discussion about everything ghoulish and ghostly. All you have to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app and sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. You can also click on the link in our series or episode descriptions. And then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live, which is every Tuesday, and we'll save a spot for you by the fire. So remember, download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Hello, phantoms, ghouls, goblins, demons alike. Hello and welcome. Welcome. Also, Happy New Year. To the first one of the year. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. I'm stoked. This is a good year ahead because for the first time ever, I actually mapped out like monthly goals and resolutions and put together a little tracker. And so far, so good. I know. So plenty of time to fall off the wagon here, but I'm feeling good. Feeling great. Wow, that is impressive. I had so many aspirations and goals and then ended up getting a cold and lost my voice on Sunday. And I know I'm convinced you have laryngitis. Recovering. Yeah. But you're good. You're feeling fine now. Ish. Well, I'm a little bit in a fog, so if I say anything weird, it's just okay. There's no excuse, I guess. New year, new you. Getting weirder. Same me, I guess. Um, yeah, this is the first time Corinne and I are actually recording because I lost my voice. We were supposed to record on Sunday. And so this is like our first time really talking in the new year, voice to voice, face to face. Yeah. Voice to voice. I mean, even over, even if we gave ourselves one week break and we only, I mean, we texted every single day, but yeah, we never actually like spoke or FaceTimed or anything. I never saw your face. This is the first no. time I'm seeing your face in 2022. I don't even think we text each other Happy New Year. We usually always do. And I think we're both just like exhausted and we're like, okay, <laughs> we know we wish well intentions on the other. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Let me see. I'm now I'm going to go back to the text. I swear we didn't. I'm, I'm almost We have sorry. too many texts for me to find this. Yeah. But now oh, I want to know. A few people are, you probably are sent me a TikTok. sick in the chat. I feel bad. All right. Well, I hope everybody oh. feels better. Drink some yeah, tea. We're all in this together. Manuka honey. Manuka honey is a cure-all. I've been telling everyone to slap that on their fungusy toes and ingest it. And my mom's dermatologist told her to put it on a scar to help with her, her scar. So Manuka honey, oh, throw it in your body and it will help you. What is, what is it? What makes it different from regular honey? I wish I could tell you. It's from New Zealand. So <laughs> I don't know what else differentiates it aside from just being from New Zealand, but it's supposed to be really good for you. Whatever is going on in it. And it's, it's expensive. It's like $35 okay. for a little pot of honey. Whoa. I should have stocked up when I was there. I love ago. you always have, you always have like the best little tidbit facts. And then often when I ask what it is, you're like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anymore. I, it's, it's because once upon a time I knew a lot about it and then it just, my knowledge dilutes over time. So I just have that one tidbit left to tell you and then nothing to back up the information. Mm, yes. 
Yeah. There's only so much our brains can hold. And also I told you before, I believe everything on TikTok. So I just parrot everything. I'm like the worst person <laughs> ever to spread misinformation. I'm like, did you know you can quantum leap and I bet you can cure your eyeballs? And you're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, it's 2022. We are going to continue talking about TikTok. Corinne's going to continue believing it, but we're going to also tell ghost stories. And for those of you who are new here, this is Campfire Stories. Corinne and I are the host of Two Girls with Ghosts podcast. Maybe some of you, probably most of you know that already, but maybe we have a few stragglers who found their way accidentally or maybe on purpose here and we're glad to welcome you we are going to invite people up here to tell their ghost stories and then we will just have a jolly old scary spooky time jolly old scary spooky time and these are recorded we do post them a few weeks later on our two girls one ghost podcast feed so just in case you think i mean this is a very safe space to share here everyone's really supportive but if you think that this is just saying it once live and then it going into the void, just know we do post them um, at a later date. So you'll be able to listen back to them. But yeah. while everyone's yeah. collecting their stories and, and thinking of things to share, I have a little bit of a story and I hope my mom, mom, if you're listening, I'm not setting this up to, to speak badly. You're a hero in this story. Okay. So <laughs> people have listened to our podcast episodes before uh, she's already left face, face palm. We have, I'm actually shocked that I can talk about this because I was crying like for an hour. <laughs> but if you've listened to our podcast before, I've mentioned that when I was little, I had a Raggedy Ann doll and my mom had been looking for it when The Conjuring was a popular movie to try to scare my brother and his friends at a sleepover and couldn't find it. So when she couldn't find it, we all kind of like mourned the, the death of my Raggedy Ann doll that was, by the way, I thought it was super creepy in middle school. I hated it. I was like, we got to put that thing away. It's so creepy. It had like my name stitched into the stomach. There's just a lot of creep factor around it. Anyway, we thought it was long gone. Then I'm at, I'm at work today and I am in meetings back to back for like four hours. And I finally come out and I'm like in line at a smoothie place at 3.30 because that's the first time I was able to like grab lunch that day, which was today, <laughs> that day. Today. Earlier today, and I see texts from my mom like three hours before saying, Oh, like I found your Raggedy Ann doll in the old bin. I'm going to Goodwill today with some other stuff. I'm gonna donate it unless you say otherwise in the next like couple hours. But I was at work and I didn't get to see it. And she didn't think that I would want it because I was so creeped out by it and like talked a lot of smack on it and like basically had it hidden away for years. And for some reason, I just had this really emotional response today. And I called her five times in a row. She finally picks up and she goes, oh yeah, I already donated it like an hour ago. I just start crying and line at the smoothie place. And I go, oh my God, I'm having an emotional response. I need to just, I need to get off the phone and call you back later. I'm sorry. So I get off and then I come up to my apartment. I'm crying. I'm like laying on my bed crying. And then my mom sends me a picture. Raggedy Ann is in the backseat of the car going for a car ride. And I call, I text her, I'm like, is that a live picture? And then another picture Raggedy Ann is back in my chair in my childhood bedroom. She drove back to Goodwill and was like, please give me the creepy doll that my daughter, I didn't think wanted, but now she does. So oh. Raggedy Ann is back in our possession. I and wonder how old they thought that you were at Goodwill. Like when your mom was like, my daughter wants her doll back. I wonder if they thought that you were like, a 30 year old woman was crying about her raggedy <laughs> adult that she didn't even know existed for like 17 years because I thought it was gone. Yeah. But 
Yeah, I agree, Emily. Mom of the year. She did a a good thing. She was like, I thought you thought it was creepy. And I was like, I did, but you can still love things that are creepy, that creep you out. Of course. I mean, we love each other. (laughs) Because I told them she's 28. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Whatever. I don't care. (laughs) I'll take a picture and put it on Instagram. You need to bring it back to Boston and then start hiding it in places in the apartment and scare Brian with it. I should. I should just sneak it into... The it's shower like on the every, shelf. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. Elf on the shelf, but Raggedy Ann all year round. Um, but speaking of dolls, we had a listener, and we cannot remember for the life of us, who was on Green Room for the last episode that we had done in 20... M. Oh, it's M. Okay, M. <laughs> we knew we would forget. But you have a doll story, and we tried to bring you up, and then we couldn't. Is that correct, M, in the chat? Maybe? Tell us in case I'm I'm mixing you up. Yes. Yes. Okay. We're bringing you up. Okay. Hopefully it works this time. Let's get us going. Creepy dolls. There you go. This is the start. Hi, Em. Hello. Oh my God. I'm so glad it's working. Thank you. Welcome. Uh, um, You're the first person of the new year. So. Well, how are your dolls or how were your dolls? I don't know (laughs) if you still have them. (laughs) I have two very short. Yeah. It's hard. Sorry. Real quick. And before you start going, it is a little hard to hear you. Is this any better? Yes, that is better. Um, So I have two very quick doll stories. The first one happened when I was seven or eight. My sister had a porcelain doll collection that she kept on the entire top shelf of her closet. And when I had friends over, we would stay in her room. Um, Well, we didn't like the dolls staring at us, so we turned them around, went back to playing. (laughs) <laughs> and we looked up a couple hours later and they had turned back to face us. All of them. No, all of them. One. What? Oh. I just got chills throughout my whole body. That is so- Did you hear yeah, them turn? We busy playing. How did this happen? I didn't even notice that they turned until we looked up and saw they were facing us again. <gasps> oh, I hate that. That room was super haunted. <laughs> so the second oh my God. happened a few years ago. I had just started seeing my boyfriend who is now my husband and I went to visit him at his parents house for the summer they put me in their little guest room which I immediately got bad vibes from but I didn't tell him that because you know I'm a guest and in the corner of the room was this little tiny bed with three American girl dolls on it and they were the type of dolls that like when you pick them up their eyes open and when you put them down their eyes close so I'm getting ready for bed and I look over and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. well, at least their eyes are closed. They're not going to be watching me sleep. And I turn off the light, go to set my uh, phone on the nightstand and I dropped it. So I turn on the light to find it again and I look over and all three dolls have their eyes open and are looking at me. Oh, I ran no. out of there so fast, woke up my boyfriend. Ew. We switched rooms. <laughs> so yeah, that room was wow, very <laughs> That's so scary. I am glad though that it wasn't like you went to go pick up your phone in the darkness and you like saw, you know how like cat's eyes reflect light. Oh yeah. Oh, that would have been worse. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say like a little hand reaches out and touches and yours. Brings your phone to you. Did you drop this? But isn't that the fear that we all have is like that our animals, our beloved stuffed animals or our our dolls are like actually coming to life. Like Toy Story is only cool when it's not happening to you. I never liked dolls. Actually, I had a, I had gotten a porcelain doll for Christmas and my sister was like, I want that. And I was like, take it. Yeah, I, I agree. 
Whenever I think of porcelain dolls, I just think of the ones that are so like cracked and have clearly not been taken care of. Those always seem to be the haunted Mm. ones that you can find online and adopt a a haunted doll soul. But man, okay. I feel like I'm here. Oh, wait, Krista just said this in the same exact thing that I was just thinking and about to say in the chat as I'm reading it. American girl dolls always seem to be haunted. And I feel like the same thing with life-size Barbie dolls. There's so many stories with those two types of dolls. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, but. Did you ever have a My Twin? I did not. It was like American Girl dolls, but like you sent in a photo of yourself and like a picture of your eyes and they like made a doll to look like you. That sounds really cursed. (laughs) Yeah. I had one. I didn't have any bad experiences, but thinking back to it, I'm like, that is weird. Yeah. Well, I'm glad, Em, that you didn't because it sounds like your luck with the dolls is not good. So you probably would have had a horrifying experience. Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. Oh, we're so, you're the perfect person to kick this off in 2022. So thank you for coming on. Thank you. Uh, To everybody in the chat who's asked and maybe didn't see our response, we don't have a theme today. I know it's confusing because I just told a doll story and then asked M to tell hers, but um, yeah, it's anything goes, anything goes today. New year, same, same spooky haunted. Yeah. We'll have themes occasionally. We're thinking maybe Mm -hmm. once a month we'll do a theme, but the other ones just open it up to, uh, to everyone and anything. My mom just asked, want me to donate your American girl doll or my twin, Corinne? Mom, don't touch my stuff! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, who should we bring up? Corinne's new apartment with Brian is just going to be filled with dolls. She was noted. (laughs) It's funny because every time I go home, I, I... go through everything and I get rid of so much every single time I'm home. We're constantly going to Goodwill. So of course my mom's like, oh, she won't care. She's always getting rid of this stuff. But I care if I'm not the one who's getting rid of it because I need the control. I'll talk about that in therapy. But as we move (laughs) on, I'm going to invite, yeah, I'm going to invite Avery, uh, um, Avery up because they wrote in the chat that I have a haunting of Hill House story. Ooh, I'm into that. Hi, Avery. One of the better. Is that a Bigfoot little? Oh, a little cat thing? and a Bigfoot? The profile picture of Avery. Is that for us? Avery, did you make your little picture for it us? It feels like it's for us. Avery, you yeah. are on oh, mute. Okay, here we go. Oh, there we go. I was like talking about We got you. <laughs> Hi, welcome. Thank you. So, when me and my friend, we will binge watch um, Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Bly Manor. I think that's what the second one's called. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm sick, so I sound a little bad. Hey, <laughs> sick girls unite. <laughs> but, oh, my friend just said, say her name. Her name's Caitlin, so we'll watch it. And <laughs> I were, so the first time we were watching Haunting of Hill House, we watched it at my house, I think. Or no, it was Bly Manor. We watched it at my house. And we fell asleep in the middle of the night. And I heard a crashing in the kitchen. We fell asleep on the couch and I heard a crashing in the kitchen. And it was like a bunch of glass falling onto the floor really, really loud. And so I woke up and then my friend said she heard like whispering in her ear. I don't remember what she said they said, but we both woke up at the same time. We're like, okay, that's extremely weird. And I can't remember... We went to bed after that. And then, oh, yeah, my friend started sleep talking and she never sleep talks and like had a full on conversation. I have it in my notes. It was so weird. 
oh wait no I don't never mind but it was like really weird what she said (laughs) and then we tried finishing watching it at her house and weird stuff happened she got a bloody nose which she never gets bloody noses and her closet door oh she asked me the next day if it closed or if I opened it or something like that and I hadn't and it was just like I don't remember what she said either. It was like opening and closing by itself or something weird like that. But stuff like that would always happen whenever we would watch that series. It's so weird. It seems like there's like a darkness around one of you and uh-huh. it takes advantage of, like of your vulnerability when you watch a scary show. Have you tried watching like a scary movie or anything together and see if it happens? Yeah, we watch scary movies all the time and it doesn't happen with those. It's just that series. Weird. Yeah, it is. It's really weird. Did, wait, so when your friend was sleep talking, do you remember? Like, was it was it mumbles or or could you actually understand the words and sentences being strung it together? It was distinct. It was like it was something about um, school, and and then she said, "Don't talk to me anymore." I remember that she said, "Stop talking to me," like I was trying to wake her up or something. Wow! Oh, interesting. That's so weird. That's I know. <laughs> you should record it next time. Video record. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Corinne will not watch it. Speaker. Yeah. Oh, no. I was like, oh, it would be funny to have a little party, like, play it loud on a speaker. But I guess that's only if it's not a creepy experience and it's just like, ha, 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 they're being silly. But, no, yours I mean, it sounds okay. it scarier. <laughs> so maybe not. I feel like that's a way to create a mass haunting. So have you ever finished the series or are you just, it's impossible to <laughs> No, we finished both okay. of them. We just powered through. We were just freaked out the whole time and had to watch it during the day. Okay. So you persevered. Has anything happened since yes. finishing or is it only after watching? Uh, our house. So my house, I don't know what's up with it, but it's kind of active. Not really. Just like things will trigger it. And so when we do watch it, we'll, I'll just see like shadows out of the corner of my eye or like feel like someone's watching. It's just nothing too bad. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Wow. Well, maybe don't try to watch the series again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. Wow. Although for some reason, some sick part of me is now wanting to re- restart it tonight. Should we do like this. a paranormal study of Avery and your friend? We'll just enact it, put it all together. You guys yeah. watch, we'll set up cameras. This will be like <laughs> ghost adventures or like paranormal activity, but about haunting of Hill House. Or Avery, if you ever want to get like oh, TikTok yes. famous, there's, there's so many TikTok re- references happening in the chat right now. But I feel like you should just like live stream you guys watching and see if anything happens. I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you, Avery. Uh, Thanks for sharing. Thank you. So many creepy stories. It's so it's so wild. How many? I think when we often, sorry, my brain is all over the place. When I personally think about ghost stories, I often think about experiencing them alone because that's that's how I've experienced a lot of them. And I think a lot of people experience things alone, but it's just Avery's story just is reminding me of how many things happen with like witnesses present. I mean, mm-hmm. granted she, her, her friend was the one that was asleep. So maybe her friend isn't a very good witness in this case, but the fact that things, it's not always like a target to one particular person. It can just take over an entire room, an entire sleepover, an entire movie night. And you never know that it's coming for you. Sorry, that's not a good way yeah. to start out the I year. Mean, isn't that the scary, isn't that the whole thing about ghosts is like, you never know when they're coming and you why, never know. but they come for you. True. Unless you're a ghost hunter and you go seek out some of those 
most haunted places. Yeah, which we kind of do in a weird when we go to John Lafitte's we're like we're like paranormal girls who like are online talking shit about the paranormal places but we'll never go see them in person. Unless the place that already has like 200 people actively drinking and eating and pretending it's a normal place. And then we're like, oh, okay, we'll go. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't know if okay. Madison volunteered to come up, but if, if Madison did, she says she's got a haunted baby story about herself. So if if she comes right. up, we can grab we'll, her. But we'll I'm go, sure there are plenty of hands raised. We'll go Madison. And then um, I'm giving a heads up to Kayla. You will be next after Madison. I like that. You're creating a queue. People are getting yeah. ready on deck. Let me see if I can find Madison. Okay, sorry. I had messaged in the chat and I said, Madison, I want to hear. And she was right above me. Although, sorry, I shouldn't volunteer people. People should just. That's okay. Well, Madison, will you type again in the chat so I can find you? Yeah. Because some people might be like, oh, I have a fun story yeah. and not actually want to talk. Yeah. Oh, Madison said here. Got her. Yeah, yeah. Madison, tell us about how you were a spooky baby. Spooky baby season. There we go. Okay. Hello. Hi. Oh my gosh. Okay. I have COVID right now, so I also sound bad. But oh, no. okay. I hope you recover soon. Get better soon. Yeah. Thank you. Um. So this started when I was, I think, two months old. My mom and I lived in a house in Terrell, Texas, which is in the middle of nowhere. And my dad was in the Navy, so it was just my mom and I in this house while he was deployed. And it's. I think the activity started when I was two or three months old, and I had a separate room where my crib was. And my mom told me all of this and that it started when it was nighttime and she heard me like babbling, like I was playing or talking to someone and she went to go check up on me in my room and I was standing up and holding on to the bars of my crib and babbling. But I was three months old and I couldn't sit up by myself yet, so I could not pull myself up, but I was holding on to the bars of my crib and standing and it like oh. completely freaked her out. She grabbed me. She ran back to her room and was like, nope, you're not sleeping by yourself anymore because this is so weird. Yeah. And weird things like that. I would interact with like air and talk to random things. And it started to pick up when every night she would go through the house and lock all the doors because she was a paranoid single mom pretty much living by herself. And every morning she would go like go to unlock the doors and they would all be unlocked every window every what? door unlocked what Which, that's so unsafe why is the spirit doing this no. and one day she walked into our kitchen and every single spoon was bent backwards oh it was me and her in the house and I was like <laughs> an infant so oh nobody else could have done that she must have been horrified I, she I was terrified instantly well, I mean, and, at first I was like, oh, okay, someone's just like propping you up and entertaining you. Maybe it's a loved one or just like some kind spirit. But bent metal and unlocked doors, I'm, yeah, I, I feel like there's some ill intentions here. At one point, the activity picked up so much that she was too scared to stay there by herself. So she packed up and she left to go stay at her mom's for a few days. And, you know, she did the whole sweep of the house, locked every window and door, turned all the lights off and everything and got everything ready to be gone for a few days. And when she came back after that weekend, every door was unlocked and every window was unlocked and they were open and every light and fan and electronic was on. And she called the police and had them oh. inspect the house. There was no sign of forced entry. There was no sign of anyone being there. So she just had to live there for like, I think, another six months oh my until my gosh. dad came back and she could move. 
And no. this continue for the whole six months? Yes. Like, unlocked doors, bent silverware, lights turning on by themselves. Her, she, was, she is a professional photographer, so she had camera equipment around her house. And uh, it would, like, knock over. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. We lost you. Story. Madison, we lost you. Oh, yeah. My mom just called me, so I had to decline it. <laughs> but, um, yes. Ironically, it was when you her were saying ears. all of the tech wasn't working. Her ears are burning. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, that's my story. Wow. Well, I'm wow. glad that you guys were able to move eventually and that nothing progressed further than, I mean, obviously everything that happened was scary, but like no one got possessed. No one physically got harmed. No one broke in when the doors were all unlocked, you know? And yes. there's so much potential for other bad things to happen because of the state of the house like in the middle of the it's not like your mom can stay up all night long guarding every single window and door from unlocking exactly yeah that is so creepy that's so scary i wonder if the people who live there after you or live there now experience anything i'm not sure we rented that house out so uh they had ownership of the house and then rented it out to other people and we, I don't think they ever got complaints about activity, but so it might have just been a like thing against my mom or against us or you because you were yes, maybe me. See it, yeah. Maybe you're oh. just super, super powerful, and you had no idea that you were like channeling all this dark energy. You're just chilling, <laughs> chilling in your crib. You're baby witch. You're you are baby witch. <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina, earlier you said uh, no one was harmed, but Kathy said the spoons were harmed, Sabrina. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, thank goodness you guys are not in that. And that honestly, you were of the age where Madison, you wouldn't really like remember anything. So hopefully, hopefully none of that paranormal activity was too scarring from that house. Although maybe it yeah. did stick with you because obviously you're interested in it now because you're here with us. You're here. Yeah. I was just chill and my mom is like completely uh, irreversibly traumatized, but I was fine. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> Your poor mom. <laughs> so all of the homes that you lived in after that, haunted or not? Um, I have moved, I think, nine times in my entire life. And I, it's been like 50-50. I think the house that I live in currently is sort of haunted we live in a very like deep country area um and it could just be native burial ground sort of energy because obviously Mm -hmm. we live in texas um it's some activity like things being misplaced or feeling like there's somebody here or hearing people walk around when i'm home alone but nothing malicious or that would be like uh something's trying to hurt me it's just like energy or a spirit saying like hey i'm here but nothing. It's a polite, a polite taunting. It's a letting me know that they're here, but they don't really mind me. Okay. Well, that's good. That's so habitating. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that your mom didn't spend any more time in, in wicked haunted homes because I feel like one, one is more than enough. So, (laughs) so that's good. Wow. Wow. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for sharing. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Of course. I love this. I missed doing this. We took one week break and I was like, where's the green room? Okay. Well, okay. So I had Kayla lined up as next, but Kayla disappeared. Oh no. Kayla. 
or at least have requested. So Kayla, if you're still here, will you drop me in the chat, slide into the chat? Is that slide so into pretty? Sabrina's DMs? <laughs> slide into my DMs. This is your chance and she'll respond. You were just talking all like this TikTok lingo and I was like, what is happening? And I was like trying to scroll up to figure out. It's literally, yeah, it's literally from one video. It's in, it's at Coney Island and wait, no, I don't, I don't, Staten Island. It's Staten Island. Sorry. Right. Well, clearly you haven't been sending me enough TikToks if I'm not up to date. Because because I send you ones that I feel like are really specific and relevant to you or to paranormal. And I don't necessarily send you ones that are just like on trend. Well, so maybe what I, I should want send to you... be on trend. <laughs> okay. You need to create your own TikTok account and not. I have our to... two girls, one ghost one. <laughs> I know, but I, I want you to one. have your own so that I can like spam you with all stuff so that I'm not spamming our, our joint account. <laughs> okay. I'll do that. TikTok okay. consumes me. The fact that I understand almost every reference people make is a, a little unsettling. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, I'm going to bring up Monica. Monica. Taylor, Hello, you should Monica. share your, your dad joke in the chat because I want to hear it. Yeah. Sabrina's Sabrina's supreme dad joke teller. Where were well, we? Not, was it our live show in Nashville a couple of years ago where you slipped a few in and I totally fell for them? Oh, because it was Father's Day, and so I yes. I, I wrote down a bunch of them. Um, <laughs> Monica, hello. Hello. Sorry, it took me a minute to figure out the unmute button. No worries. How are you? I'm pretty good. I apologize. My cats are, like, surrounding me right now. So. <gasps> Don't apologize. Are you kidding? That's the best. A little ASMR for Sabrina and all the other cat lovers out there. Love well, actually, uh, one of them is named Ravioli, too. <laughs> no way. Oh. What are the others Sometimes, names? Yeah. Um, Charlotte, Porter, Ravioli, and then Ravioli had a baby, so we named her Meatball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too vulnerable for this. It's a really good cry. <laughs> so, yes, I have four oh, cats. Oh, so cute. <laughs> Sometimes I just, like, if I'm just, like, sitting on my bed and I don't have something to do, when Corinne would probably be TikToking, I go to my saved photos and look at old pictures of the pastas when they were babies oh <laughs> so cute <laughs> well tell us about your haunted experience okay so in September of last year my boyfriend and I wanted to go to Joshua Tree for our five-year anniversary and um, we left after work so it was kind of getting dark as we were driving there and it was like at the point where it was still kind of light out so you could see the surrounding area but it was dark at the same time if that makes sense Mm -hmm. and um we were on a one-way road and the cars in front of us kept like stopping and braking and there was nothing in front of them that we could see so we were kind of confused what was going on and then all of a sudden um two cars pulled over at the same exact time that were in front of us like pulled next to each other and we were like, hmm, that's weird. But we kept going. And as soon as we went around them, uh, I saw this figure crossing the road. And at first I thought it was a person. And I was like, oh my God, what is this person doing? Like, we're going so fast and it's dark. Why would they be crossing right now? Um, but as we got closer, it was like super tall, super skinny. 
and moving its arms in such an exaggerated way, kind of like um, how Bigfoot walks. Like it was just very like slow and dramatic. And at the rate it was walking, like if it was someone, we definitely would have hit it. So um, all of a sudden, like we couldn't see it anymore. And my boyfriend saw it too. And we were looking on either side to see if we could see like, oh, did someone cross? But it was flat on both sides. We could still see and there was no one. What? I'm so confused. Yeah, me too. I still think about it all the time and I don't know what happened. Wait, so it how reminds long... me of like oh, the hitchhiking ghost that we've talked about before. Like, I wonder if that road, if you could look it up, if there's any story of hitchhiking ghosts or I don't know. Wait, yeah, he, was, he was long and skinny, but walked similar to Bigfoot. Yeah, but it, and it was also like very black, like no features whatsoever. So yeah, it was really creepy. Um, How many seconds long did you did you see the thing from from spotting it to not being able to see it anymore? Honestly, it felt like a long time, but it was probably like two or three seconds. But it was enough to where my boyfriend and I both saw it because we didn't discuss it until after the fact. We were kind of like, did you see a person just crossing? Did you kind of thing? And then the fact that the other cars pulled over made me think maybe they thought they were going to hit someone. That's why they pulled over. Oh. But I have no idea. (laughs) Wow. Weird. I know. I'm trying to make sense of it. Like I'm thinking, I mean, obviously it wasn't, well, I can't say obviously. I don't know. But I was going to say it's not Bigfoot. Um, but But when people talk about Bigfoot, one of the theories is that it's this interdimensional species. And so it kind of like glitches in and glitches out. Mm. And so I wonder if that's maybe a bit of what you saw, like you actively kind of saw something go through a vortex and just disappear. Maybe, or I had the thought, what if it was like a residual haunting of someone who maybe got hit on that road? Oh, but yeah. then again, their body shape was just not really human-like. So I'm not sure. Yeah. Or was I've it never a skinwalker been... or like a weird no. cryptid? I mean, it can I know. Um, skinwalker is what I like feel like it most resembles, but I mean, I it, it very well, it very well could be. I feel like the terrain is similar to a lot of the mm-hmm. like Joshua Tree. It's kind of kind of got the vibe of a lot of skinwalker ranch type areas. Yeah, definitely. So. And I tried to Google afterwards and see if anyone had any similar experiences and I couldn't find anything. So I guess it'll just always be a mystery. A mystery. Whoa. <laughs> I feel like now this happens so often where now that you've told your story and we'll have it posted on the podcast, there's going to be someone like it maybe in 10 months, maybe in three years from now, that's going to be like, oh my gosh, I listened to that episode and hearing Monica's story reminded me of when I saw, and then it's going to be like the perfect connection. Oh, I hope so. I would I don't love think that. you're the only one, but if you are, then holy crap, you just <laughs> saw the coolest thing ever, but also so spooky. Yes, it was crazy. Okay, and, Corinne, I'm not that far from Joshua Tree. Should I take a road trip? Yeah, do <laughs> Monica, it. Monica, you'll have to email like what exact point of the road. So I honestly don't know. <laughs> I have no idea where we were. That's the other thing too. All right, I'll just drive up and down the roads of Joshua Tree late at night by myself. <laughs> you know, it took me, this is embarrassing, but it took me until last year to know that Joshua Tree was like a whole national park. I always thought it was this one tree that people drove up to because I've never <laughs> seen trees like there are in, in Joshua Tree. 
Wait, I thought that too. <laughs> so uh, it took me a second, Monica, as you were talking about it, to to re-remember that it's a whole big place. And it's not just like this one road and this one tree. And you saw the, the creature Joshua on the tree. tree. <laughs> yeah. At the one tree, the haunted tree of Joshua. <laughs> no. uh, us trans, tra- transplants. What? Yeah. That's a word, right? Transplants. Yeah. We're not, we're not native. Cali it just sounded weird when it came out of my mouth. We're the East like, Coasters. Wait a second. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much for letting me share my story. Oh my gosh. Thank you for experiencing it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sorry, but thanks. <laughs> so welcome. Thank you, Monica. Uh, I like these cryptid stories. I like I like hearing these types of things. It reminds yeah. me of was George who came on a few is that his name who came on a few episodes ago and talked about the like creature the gargoyle type creature on top of the neighboring roof and it like flew on the roof yeah these things are are so fascinating this is what i love about ghost stories is that it does ghost stories is basically like a way to encapsulate so many different types of paranormal stories and i love hearing about all of them and having such a variety it's so nice i know okay well let's get more i'm gonna bring up soleil soleil Means sun in French. Oh, look at you! <laughs> Pulling out your how many ears, and that's all I know. <laughs> Hi, can you hear me? Hello, yeah, yes, hello. we can. Yay! Hi, guys. I'm so hello. Excited. Okay, I'm holding a baby right now, so if you hear oh, some noise, more ASMR, <laughs> but baby version. We love it. Yay. Um, so yeah, I just had a baby. My mom's so funny. She's like, cause I was telling her like, I'm so not caught up with the podcast. And she was like, um, you should be focusing on, you know, taking care of her, care of your baby. But I'm like, no, <laughs> like instead of like both. letting me shower, just hold the baby and I'll go listen to the podcast. So <laughs> I'm a little, I'm not caught up, but, uh, I'm so excited. So thanks for picking me. Thank you for yeah, We're excited to hear your ghost story. Yes. Yay. Okay. Well, um, okay. So my story takes place when I was in um, university, I was taking broadcasting and um, I was with this like really awful guy. And uh, I don't know. I think I was just young and I just wanted to be with him. I was kind of like smitten, whatever, but everyone I talked to, yes, exactly. (laughs) Everybody that I talked to just kind of like warned warned me about him and um, including his um, late grandfather, which is kind of what my story is about. So it all started. Um, he was still living with his mom. And um, I always noticed that when I would go over there, that she was always airing out the place. Like the windows were always open, doors were always like wide open. She had like stage going all the time. And I probably should have like taken a hint then, but you know, whatever. Um, but I would stay over there sometimes and there was always like weird things shuffling around. Um, he had two younger brothers, so I, I never really thought too much about it, but I was always like aware of a presence and just overall bad vibes. So anyways, one night we are sleeping. Oh, and I should mention that he was like a pretty heavy smoker. Um, so he would actually smoke in the room, which I hated, but whatever, it was his house. I couldn't say anything much about it. Um, and then we were sleeping. He like put a cigarette out, we went to bed, whatever. And then all of a sudden we wake up to the sound of like a crash. 
So I wake up and I'm like, what the heck is that? He just jumps out of the bed, like has no reaction or anything. He just like, it's, it's almost as though it's happened before. He just kind of like jumps out, goes, deals with it, comes back. And so he comes back and I'm like, what's that? He goes, oh, nothing. It was just like a plate. No big deal. And I'm like, a plate. That's kind of weird, but okay. Later I find out it's like a family plate, like one of those ones that have like beautiful paintings on them and they're sort of like hung up on the wall. And um, it was like it belonged to his grandfather or something like that. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Then a couple nights go by and we're sleeping again in the bed. And I wake up and I can smell cigarette smoke in the room. So I switch on the light and he's sleeping right there. There's no cigarettes. And I'm thinking that's really weird, but okay, no big deal. Go back to sleep. The very next night I wake up again. This time I can, and nothing's like really waking up. My eyes just like pop open. Um, so there isn't like a sound or anything, but I wake up and to the sound of what sounds like glass shattering in the room. And there were hard, it was hard before. So once again, <laughs> uh, we turn on the light and I'm like annoyed at this time because I'm at this point because I'm thinking, you know, this is like happening far too often. Like what is going on? Yeah. And the fact um, that you always like wake up like moments before. Right. And it wasn't three or anything. Um, but it was like, like I mentioned, pretty much every time I was in that house, I just had bad vibes and he was kind of a negative person too. So I probably should have just, you know, ran for the hills a long time before, but sorry, if you can hear her, she's, she's piping in my baby. No, this is so <laughs> sweet. So cute. You're making everyone's uteruses in the chat so so okay so where was I so right so it sounds like um glasses is shattering we switch on the lights and his we find out his glass what is it called ashtray that Mm -hmm. he smokes out of is thrown across the whole room it's not like it just fell right because the butts were like strewn across the room and it was just like a mess Finally, I just look at him and I'm like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, first I grabbed this plate and I told him about the cigarettes. And I'm like, what is, like, can you just kind of give me that? Like, what is happening here? And then he goes, well, my grandpa used to live here. This was his room. He didn't like us smoking in the house. And he died of lung cancer. And I was like, oh, that's great. You just tell me that now. <laughs> right? Interesting. Um, and apparently he was kind of a bad man too. So I think in hindsight, that was part of the reason why his mom was always like staging the house and leaving the doors and windows open because I think she sneakily smoked in the house too. So they were kind of like trying to air it out, but mm. it was just enough. After that, I was like, okay, thank you for the warning, grandpa, <laughs> because I will not be staying here anymore. So the the relationship ended after that and it was definitely a good thing because he was bad news, but yeah. That's my little story. I mean, I'm glad yeah. that nothing like that ever happened relative to the ghost. It does seem like the ghost kind of helped you get out of a relationship that was bad. Yeah, I think right. so. It's kind of like a warning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what it like anyways. Mm-hmm. But, it's, wow. but yeah, I feel like that's something you should maybe disclose to your partner when they enter a space. Like, hey, if you smell smoke or if you experience this or hear this, it's, you know, it's just a haunting. Like, don't, right. don't worry about it. Because, I mean, because otherwise it's like, did someone in the house? Did someone break in? Totally. I feel like there's a lot of other 
are there things that could be equally as spooky as as a spirit that you don't know kind of you know well and it makes popping me, in on your time a hundred percent it makes yeah. me like now that I think about it, it it was kind of odd like how when something would happen he just kind of like get up and just like saunter over to it hello yeah we can oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> is the baby okay is yeah. the baby... You know, yeah, so like she's going to the bathroom like ah. <laughs> no, cute. she's cheating right now, so she's very Aww. noisy. Aww. Yeah, but yeah, that's it. That's my story. Thank you so much for sharing. We're Thank glad you. that you got out of that relationship that was not only haunted but also not good for you. Yes, yeah. I mean, I, you know how you always say trust your pets. You have to trust the uh, the grandparents too. <laughs> yeah. Of course. See, not not all spirits are bad, and not all spirits have to be in your own family to exactly. to give you a little move along. Yeah. This isn't good for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, happy yeah. New Year, guys. Happy, happy New, New Year. Year. Best of luck to you and your family this year. And let us know if your baby sees any spirits. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Okay. The never-ending question. We're going to bring up Kin, and then after Kin will be Taylor. But last time I did this, the person I announced was scared away. So don't go anywhere. Kin, you're coming up first. Holy Spirit, activate. Hello. Hello. Gosh, I'm so happy to be on. Thank you so much. <laughs> We're so happy. Thank you for coming. We we noticed that you've come to multiple Yes. So we appreciate your attendance and your support. <laughs> me, 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 please, please. Oh my God. I, I okay, love can, you, can you first tell us exactly yeah. how to pronounce your name? Yes, actually, it's short for Kinneret. Um, it's so I just say Kin because Kin. Yeah. Oh, I love, I love it. that name. Thank you. I just tell people just it's like next of kin, you know, like that. Yeah. That's how you say it. <laughs> So, um, yeah, thank you so much for inviting me. I just have three creepy stories to tell. Um, if I hope I don't take up too much time, maybe I can, we could get someone else to come in too, to tell the story. But, um, the first experience happened when I was little and it's really what kind of set off this whole, like, oh my God, this is like, this is real. Like, this is a real thing. So, um, can you hear me, by the way? I don't we know. Yeah. No, it's, per- it's perfect. We have okay. learned. People could probably hear you better than us. Yeah, <laughs> we have learned from um, editing the episodes afterwards that anytime we, like, interject or talk that it cuts off someone else. So we try to, like, save our comments and stuff. But we, we can hear you. Yeah, okay. And for whatever reason, every time my phone just goes off, when it comes back on, it dings. I don't know if that gets disruptive at any point. But anyway. Um, so anyway, yeah. So this first story happened when um, I was about 10 and obsessed with Bloody Mary. And of course, that was like all the rave at the time. So we we used to play and then we would like tell all these ghost stories. And one time we had this party, me and my friends. And, you know, it's all I don't know if you guys also have this experience. But when you're a kid in the daytime, no problem. You'll talk about like ghost stuff like, you know, it's nobody's business. But then at night, mm-hmm. you're just like. Ocean. <laughs> I still, no. I still feel that way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now, same thing. In the daytime, I'm watching like hardcore, crazy, like horror stuff, and in the night is is when it really just all creeps up on me and scares me. So, um, so anyway, at night, um, when I went to bed, I um, I just like 
kind of, I was closing my eyes, falling asleep. And then the memories of the day just kind of blasted into my mind. And I was like, oh shit, oh my God, Bloody Mary. And I realized I had a mirror in my room. And then I started freaking out thinking, oh my God, is she going to come out of the mirror if she hear, if I'm thinking her name? Like, what if I just think, thought her name obsessively in my head? Would she it's hear Like the intrusive that? thought coming yes. in. Exactly. And all of that happened in my head was like, bloody Mary, bloody Mary. Like I was freaking out. This went on honestly for like a good 15 minutes. And I, I think that was my first time ever experiencing an actual panic attack. Cause like I literally froze up in my bed. I was sweating and my heart was really palpitating and I was terrified. And I kid you not out of the blue, all of a sudden it was like, I could feel the energy shift in my room and I had no idea what was about to happen. And I was just waiting. Like, I'm just like, what is going on? And just like that in my left ear, my name, my full name, Kinneret whispered in my ear, like <gasps> loud, clear. Like I could no. hear the wind on my ear. I, it was oh my God. So the thing I can't figure out is, was this her or was this a spirit guide trying to get me to kind of like, okay, it sounds counterproductive because it's like, here, I'm going to scare you like the shits out of you even more so that I get you out of your panic state. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it was, yeah. So that was my very first sort of experience of actually hearing something like clear as day in my ear with the, the breath of air. Oh. And then terrifying. The second story, and I never thought I would ever, I've had so many occurrences in my life, but never like these, these were just like, Oh my God, this is insane. Um, my friend is extremely, we were talking about this earlier. I think someone was talking about how with friends, um, you know, you can see ghosts together, but I feel like that only happens with certain people and it's an energetic thing. I almost feel so Mm -hmm. like, she's the kind of person that attracts ghost stuff like anywhere she goes. Like it's mm. like, we'll be at the most random place and stuff will happen because of her energy. <laughs> <laughs> One time we were at this old house. Um, I live in, uh, I mean, I was born in Thornhill and well in Toronto, uh, Ontario. And so we went to this old house that's like a heritage home. That's like one of the houses of the group of seven. And we were like 10 o'clock, just kind of snooping around the area, trying to see stuff. And it's closed. There's no one there. It's a government owned building. So there's nobody there after five o'clock. And we're just like, I wonder if there's anything inside. Let's take a look at what it looks like. So we look through one of the windows and her and I just are standing there locked onto this one spot. We're just like, you know, we're looking through the one room into the opposite room where we see the window and the the night, the moonlight is pouring in through that window. And then all of a sudden, this very dark shape just blocks that light suddenly. And we're just like, what? Are you seeing this? Like in real time, we are like talking to each other. Like, are you seeing what's going on? And And she's like, yes. And there's just this black shape. There's no one in the house. It's pitch black, but even blacker where this thing appears. It was like an ink blot just kind of expanded and shielded all light from that window behind it from coming through. And it started to walk (laughs) towards us at the window. We couldn't stay. I I couldn't stay. I was, I don't know what I'm going to see. So we just bolted. We couldn't, we just couldn't take another minute of it. (laughs) Yeah. Not going to stay to find out what it is. Exactly. Was it in, was it inside or outside of the window? Like where was it blocked? So it's inside the house. Sorry, I failed to describe that. We're staring into the house and it there's like, we're looking 
um, all the way through into the opposite side of the room on the other side. Um, so we can, we're actually seeing through the partition of the doorway into, like it's one of those doorways into mm. the next room. And mm-hmm. it blocked that doorway, blocking the light that was coming through the window far, like on the other side of the house, right? So that is, I, I can't explain what the heck that was. And I kind of wish I had stayed a little longer. <laughs> like that's that's a definition of a shadow person, I guess, is what people call yeah. it. Um, and then the third experience, ladies, is the scariest thing that's ever happened to oh, me. No. Oh, no. I'll never be able to go to that, that place again. But I don't know if you've ever heard of the Keg Mansion um, in Toronto. Extremely haunted. I highly recommend if you're ever there, go check it out. Um, so that that place is notorious. Like it's for, it's notoriously haunted by like this one woman, Lillian Massey, who was a resident of that house. And then a maid that hung herself in like the, like the main foyer area or whatever. And, or at the, sorry, on the railing at the top. And then there's also a kid haunting the stairs. So one time I went, um, when I went there for dinner, I was like, ah, yeah, no big deal. I'm sure it's fine. You know, I was really curious about the house and asking all, like, I think Sabrina, you're like this too. You're like, ask people. So tell me about the house, yes. <laughs> you know, tell me about yeah. this place is haunted. So yeah. So I, I go to the bathroom and I, and I, I'm sure as soon as I walk in, I'm like, there's someone in here with me. I can feel it. There's another woman in here. And I check all the stalls. Like I know it's creepy, but I check, I look under to see if there are any feet. And I realize that there is no one in the bathroom. It's just me. So I'm like, okay, so whatever. Okay, this is odd. I'm going to go and I go into the stall. I close the door. And as soon as I close the door and I'm about to like do my business or whatever, I like start to feel the presence of something or a woman or whatever coming up to the door, like the other side of the bathroom stall door. And I'm just like standing there frozen in shock. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I have no idea what to do. I'm terrified. What is going on? She comes up. It literally feels like she's staring at me through the crack of the door. You know, like how there's the the stalls and then there's like whatever. They have like a crack through them. Oh, scary. It's like standing there kind of like hovering. I'm like, can't even pee. I'm just so terrified. I'm like, what am I supposed to do right now? This is terrifying. I kid you not. Literally the door, the actual like, um, what do you think? The What do you call it? The majigger thing that you close the door. Mm-hmm. It flicks open on its own and the door comes opening <laughs> And I'm standing there with my butt and I'm like, oh my God, this is not happening. (laughs) I pull my pants up and I bolt the hell out of there. I was like, this is not happening right now. Anyway, that was terrifying. And I will never forget that. I I probably won't horrifying. Yeah. I mean, that's truly the worst place ever to like have a haunting. Absolutely. And like when you're desperate, you're like, I have to. And they're exposing you. Exactly. My gosh, <laughs> who needs bullies when you have ghosts? Exactly, <laughs> Just... right? Like she was oh. shading me full on. I felt her energy. I, she wasn't happy. This was known to be her powder room, the bathroom, and yeah. so she hates when people come in there. So she's known to to like terrify people in there because she's just like, "Get out of my space. This is my powder room. What are you doing here?" You know. So. Oh my gosh. Okay, Larissa in the chat 
just said that she saw the kid when she was young and oh heard God, the woman this serious? year. <gasps> Seriously? Okay, you said this is the, the keg mansion? Yes. It's okay, I'm looking. Part. It says the keg steakhouse plus bar mansion? Yes. Okay. Oh, I'm trying to go. Yeah. Have okay, some Larissa. Yeah. I just, I just invited Larissa up because I want her to contribute to this conversation. Oh my God. Awesome. I, I didn't really give Larissa a choice. <laughs> I don't know if you wanted to Larissa come up. Larissa but... Ken, this is great. Okay. Awesome. I love it. Larissa. We'll give Larissa a second to, to unmute. Dana said steak and ghosts. Sign me up. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Sign us up until you're going to the bathroom and, and then a ghost just whips the door open on you. Yeah. Hi guys. Hello. Hi. I can't believe, <laughs> I mean, that you experienced such a similar thing. What was your experience? I did. So when I was a kid, my parents used to take us to the Keg Mansion as their anniversary dinner with us, me and my two sisters. Oh. And they used to let us run around. I It's the Keg Mansion, so it is a little fancier, and they would let me and my sisters run wild. But we snuck upstairs to where the kids are, or where the one kid is, and we saw this kid run into a room. So we went to go chase after him to like see who he or she was and ask if they want to play with us. And they just disappeared. So we went back downstairs, went back to our table and saw the kid again. So we were like, oh, the kid's back. Let's go and make friends with this kid. So we went running back upstairs and they went into a room that was the door was locked. So there was no way they could have gone in there. Wow, it was the weirdest thing. This is very like The Shining, doesn't it? Well, it was. It didn't feel malicious. It just felt like they were really shy and afraid to play with someone who actually wanted to uh, play back. Oh, but they showed themselves to you. Yeah, yeah, like they, they did. They were teasing you a little bit. They were just like exactly and warming then, up. And wait, then, wait, can, um, wait, so, sorry, Ken. I think you were about to say something about the kids. Oh, just that that's a very, very popular sighting. He's he's always on those stairs and he's people have seen him sitting on the stairs, playing on the stairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's always down. on the stairs. Yeah. And then um I was there with my fiance a few months back. Uh, we went on a date night and decided that's where we were gonna stop for dinner. And I had just downloaded one of those apps where you like listen to paranormals who may be in the area or ghosts who may be there and it records their voice. And I actually got a audio clip of this woman in the bathroom and I scared the living daylights out of myself and went running back to the table being like, Hey, I don't really need to be anymore. Bye. What did she say? She said, are you there or hello? Something like that. I still have it recorded. I'll see if I can. Oh my. Wait, send it to us. Yeah, we need to hear this. Okay, wait. So, Ken, you had said in the beginning that there's there's a few a few spirits, like three or or four. Yeah, exactly. And the mage. Wait, is that what you just? Larissa, did you just play that? That was it. What? Play it again. That was it. Hang on, hang on. How did I do that? Oh, it's not coming up now. Oh Oh my gosh! What? I just played it. Ah. Well, um, I mean, between the two of you, it sounds like Larissa and Ken, you guys saw like half the spirits <laughs> that live there. That exist there. So that's, cool. that's amazing. That makes me want to go because now I feel like there's a good chance of experiencing something there. I mean, if two people <laughs> out of 200 experienced 
something at the same place. Yeah, yeah and that's We're our, our stats right now. We're going. And this is Let's this go. is why we have to go to the bathroom in groups because there <laughs> are spirits haunting the stalls. So that's what I ended up doing towards the end of the night. I was like, so one of you is coming to the bathroom with me. I don't care how crazy you think I am. <laughs> well, when I first walked in, I was all confident being like, I just got this app. I'm going to see if I can catch some, some paranormal activity. Wow. It's going to be so cool. And by the end of it, I was like, get me home, get me home. <laughs> I know it's so fun until you spook yourself and you're like, this isn't fun anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's terrifying. It fun for us to hear. Yeah. Thank you both. Yeah. What a treat. We were literally just saying earlier, like, oh, it's fun to find people who have similar experiences or, or have something in the same place. And, and what a way to kick off the year. We got yeah. you guys right away. This is so great. <laughs> Thank amazing. you. Thank you so much, guys. Yay. Okay. So now we are going to, to have Taylor up, right? Is that what you yeah. said, Sabrina? Well, Taylor, this will be our last story. And, um, Taylor, since you've been going off with the dad jokes in the chat, I hope you have one to tell us as well. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> hi, Hello. Taylor. Oh, hi. Oh, my gosh. I'm so nervous. No, don't be okay. nervous. Well, warm, warm yourself up with a dad joke. Okay. Let me see if I can think of one. You can <laughs> repeat one of the ones. Well, I told this one. I don't know if y'all heard it or seen it in the group chat, but do y'all know the difference between toilet paper and wallpaper? No. No? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Wait, what is it? I said gross. Do you get no, it? No, why am I not? Why am I? Why? Because y'all don't know which one y'all are supposed to use when y'all want. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good oh. one. Oh, See, I, I like the ones that, that we don't get right away because yeah. they're like, they're really good. You know, they're thinkers. <laughs> they're like, truly, you're like, oh, that's such a dad joke. <laughs> Is it a dad joke if it's just like an actually a wonderful, great joke? I don't know. It's, that was a good one though. Gross. We're like, why? Why don't we get it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so for the scary story, it's not me but it's my sister when my sister was I don't even know how old she was maybe like nine ten um she actually stayed at my aunt's house and we grew up watching scary movies like all the time like everything um so my sister um ended up watching the exorcist and everybody else went to sleep and so she had a mattress in the living room she was watching the exorcist and um she said that she ended up falling asleep during the movie well, then when she woke up, she looked at the TV and it was over, but she said she felt somebody laying beside her. So she turned over to look beside her and there was a man like laying on his no. back, like looking straight up. Yeah. And she can describe exactly what he looks like. Like he had like a hat on. Um, his beard was long and red. He had like a big, long black jacket on. Like it was, I don't know. She can like describe word for word what this guy looked like. So she said she was so scared to move, you know, like when like you're so in like paralyzed or whatever. So she said she like slowly like army crawled and then ran to my aunt and my uncle. Well, they went and checked and there was nobody there. So she like will not watch that oh my movie anymore. Wait, so <laughs> this person, was this person looking at her i mean if she army crawled it makes me think that she didn't think that the the whatever entity or spirit or whoever this was saw her 
No, he was uh, he was like on his back looking straight up at the ceiling, but she didn't want him to like notice that she was moving. So she like tried her hardest to like be still about it. I cannot think of a scarier experience. Like this is terrifying. <laughs> like I'm, I'm picturing yeah. myself being in that and like trying to keep an eye on this this person <laughs> or creature, and then trying to save myself at the same time and army crawl to safety. Oh my god, yeah, it's insane. I have like there's a lot of experiences. It just happens throughout my family. Um, my uh, great grandma from my mom's side, um, she was domestically violent, like but. Vi- um, like a ghost would like beat her or whatever oh my god um, oh, yeah geez. her daughter um was sexually assaulted by an incubus uh, um yeah my aunt from my mom's side my mom's sister she played the ouija board and got haunted by this little boy named chris that would like help her do her uh, work and everything and oh then uh he later turned into a demon and there's so many stories about that like i have an email in my drafts waiting to send to y'all so much it's crazy was this all in the same house or is it just like spread across your family? No, yeah, it's just spread across my family. We got to get some good ways in here for, for you and your family to protect yourselves, especially yeah. from incubus and succubus. I mean, those are yeah. awful demons to have present. And we're sorry for the things that your family experienced from yeah. that. That's really scary. Yeah, uh, well, my grandma and my aunt both passed away and it hasn't been passed on. So I don't, I think they kind of just left with them. And they did. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Man, so scary. <laughs> well, so wherever you live right now, is it is it mostly safe? Do you feel like it's not haunted? It's it's a good um, space. So, kind of, but my brother and his girlfriend just moved in with us for a little bit until they get their own um place. I actually live in a townhouse in like this really small, really, really haunted um town. And we were sitting down the other day watching TV and my brother's girlfriend just looks at me and I was like, what? And she's like, something just fell down the stairs, but nothing oh. came down, but she's seen something fall down the stairs. And like, I get feelings sometimes where I'm like, something's here, something's here. But I don't ever, like, I try to just debunk it. And I'm like, no, it's okay. Nothing like just so it doesn't come out and like be any worse. Whoa. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> you, you guys have like, had... oh, you'll have like a light, a nice experience. And you're like, well, well, no. actually, everything is haunted. No. Yeah, literally. Um, here in the town, there was this. There's um, our football field is actually haunted by a cheerleader and a football player. The cheerleader is, she was related to my uncle. She, after a football game, she went to Sonic to go get a drink, and she was trying to head back to the. I guess she had to go back to the field because she forgot something and she wasn't paying attention and she was in a convertible and she actually got decapitated in it. And oh yeah. And so she haunts the football field now. Our, uh, my town is actually really, really haunted. I feel like half of the scary movies out there are based on your town. They have to be because there's a lot of, a lot of horrible similarities. We just need to go to this town and like, bless it or whatever and help to help all these ghosts move on so scary it's so it's a so really awful. really small yeah. town in texas so all right guys we're we're packing our bags and we're going to texas and, and then toronto we're just road <laughs> zigzagging all over the place if canada lets us in i don't know all right well taylor <laughs> privately will you email us the town and because i want to look up the hauntings. Yeah, you don't have to say yeah, it here, of course. You, know, you don't need to expose no, your, no. your hometown. Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep wow, everyone safe. 
Yeah, I have it in an email. I just need to send it. I'm trying to catch up. I'm like four episodes away now. <laughs> and oh, I started like wait. in October. Oh my, oh my God. You're cruising. <laughs> impressed. <laughs> Super impressed. Well, thank you so much, Taylor. You're, this yeah, was no. an excellent way to, to end our very first episode of the year. Yeah, I'm excited. Thank you all so much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> wow. This wow. is one of those episodes like... I mean, it happens every time we record a green room where I go in tired because it's it's later on the East Coast. And then I can't, I won't be able to sleep for <laughs> hours because I just get so I'm like buzzing off of these stories. They're so good. Oh, my gosh. I know. I love these. Seriously. Love the them. most alive I felt all week. And I'm talking <laughs> about the dead. <laughs> that could be what gets put on your tombstone. I only feel alive when I talk about the dead. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, Well, I don't believe we're going to have a theme again next week, but if you join us next week in the chat, we will ask for some theme suggestions to plan out a themed episode for January. Like Sabrina said earlier, we're going to try to do it like once a month or so, so that we can get as many stories in as possible. Um, but then also have some specific call outs for, for certain topics. Uh, and that's all I have to say. Amber wants to get real scared. So I think our, my new goal at least is to scare Amber. <laughs> <laughs> that's a personal goal. It's not even a campfire stories goal. <laughs> yeah. It got personal. personal. <laughs> it got real personal. Um, so get prepared to tell scary stories to, next week. Amazing. Okay. Bring into it. I'm gonna yeah, put on put get my meditation app for after that one because I love it. Brutal. Okay. Well, right. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for making last year so amazing for us and, and this year too, because this is awesome and we look yeah. forward to it every single week. So if you uh have the green room app downloaded, which I think most people do who are on this, um, you can follow our our page, the campfire stories, and you can also set it to alert you. So I know a lot of people are at work or driving or, or whatever. So if you need a little reminder that it's, it's going on, you can always set that on your phone. We set it for ourselves because we don't want to forget that we're supposed to be here. So <laughs> Join us uh, every Tuesday at 5 PM Pacific, 8 PM Eastern. And we do post these on our two girls, one ghost podcast feed as well. Yes. And, uh, we will see you on the, on the other, other side. side. It's hard to say it at the same time. <laughs> it's hard to say it with a cold. Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom. Join the conversation by downloading the Spotify Greenroom app and signing up for free. You can even use your Spotify info to log in. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all of the ghostly encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night. Hence the campfire. Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join us for Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. We will see you there. Very spooky.